Welcome to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson, and I will be speaking with business leaders from a wide range of industries on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Good afternoon. With us today, we have Andrew Cho, professional speaker. Welcome, Andrew. How are you today? I'm very good. Thank you very much. Uh, so uh, glad to be on your show. Thank you very much, Andrew, for being with us. Uh, and perhaps, first of all, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit of what we should know about you. Okay. Um, well, my name is Andrew Chow, and I've been through about five to six different careers in the past 33 years. Um, I've written three books on personal branding, PR, and social media. Um, over the last 10 years, I believe I've traveled to almost 20 countries, addressing 100,000 people on these topics. So uh, my latest um, obsession is on online courses. So that's what I'm here today to talk about. Oh, fantastic. Online courses. Uh, I've heard that's uh, definitely a booming industry at the moment. So perhaps you can let us know what would be the benefits of creating online courses. So um, first and foremost, uh, whether you are a speaker, whether you're a consultant, coaches, facilitator, um, anything that you're doing right now, uh, doing an online course, uh, it's actually another way of presenting your content. It helps other people to understand and grow. It builds your tribe. It strengthens your personal branding. It gives you more opportunities and best of all, it creates a kind of a residual income for all of us. And of course, you want to test some concepts or being innovative. The best way is to do a course and get the feedback from the learners. So these are the advantages of creating online courses. Okay, exciting. And what about the framework then of creating these online courses? So uh, that is a very good question. Um, you know, unlike traditional learning and development professionals, we, we usually go on the very long cycle where we analyze, we implement and then we do testing and then we do um, uh, fine tuning and so on. But if you are developing a course, uh, you just need to remember five steps. Number one is to choose a topic and decide on your audience. Number two is to outline your course by modules and lessons. Imagine that you are writing a book and you're creating the content page. The third thing you need to do is to decide how do you want to deliver that course, whether you want it to be a dialogue, whether you want it to be a podcast, whether you want it to be a video, it's up to you. Fourth thing you must remember is to choose the learning platform you want to host that course on. So there are many, many models, which I'll explain a bit later, but you're going to decide on one because it will affect your revenue. Last but not least, you got to focus on marketing the cost. Now, creating the cost is fun. Marketing the cost is not. But marketing the cost is more important than creating the cost. Because just like climbing Mount Everest, you know, most people died on the way down, not on the way up. I know it sounds a bit dampener, but that is a fact in life. Marketing the cost is more important than creating the cost itself. Yeah, thank you. So what are then the platforms in the marketplace for creating these online courses? Sure, uh, that is a very, very complex question, but I make it very easy to understand. There are a lot of learning platforms and, uh, and network that you can distribute your course. So I start from the very, very top end, what we call a powerhouse. Powerhouse are things like Kanjabi, Katra, um, Builder or Podium. 
these are all powerhouse. They not only house your course, they have a lot of funnel. They have email system. They have membership. They have messages. They have so many things that help you to be a full-fetched marketer. So it's like buying a bungalow when you just need a room, but you may need more rooms in future. So it is gearmarked for expansion. The second category is what I consider as hosted. So hosted means things like Tenific, things like Teachable, things like Heist Platform. You just rent a, a, a um, account with them. So it's like a mall, you're just renting a space. So you depend on the mall to bring traffic to your shop. So that is a hosting kind of platform. The third thing is to partner with another uh, big institution. So you can partner with a school that's already having a lot of adult learning courses. You can write on their popularity and be one of them. Of course, the fourth one is post your program on marketplace like Udemy, Coursera, LinkedIn Learning. These are uh, a proven platform that has millions of learners ready to be cross-sold on different courses. So when you're there, you got to sell very, very cheap, uh, but you get a lot of eyeballs. Last but not least, if you really have no budget, you just have to install WordPress, plug in onto your website, and then you just run it from there. So that's the cheapest, but most ineffective in terms of marketing. So that is my five different platforms. It sounds quite complex, but it's great to see that there's some different levels there. So how do you then price this, Andrew? Okay, so pricing is another loaded question. Uh, to answer this question, I'd like all of us to remember to just imagine there's a Johari window in front of you. So on the vertical column, you have uh, general topics right at the bottom, all the way to the top, you have very niche topics. So remember, Johari window, uh, the vertical, top to bottom is general at the bottom, niche on top. Then left to right on your horizontal, you have very basic on the left and very advanced on the right. So let's say if your course is very basic level and very general topic, then I advise you to give it for free because it has very little value that people are going to pay. But if your topic is very niche and yet your depth is very basic, then your pricing has to be very competitive. Now, let's go to the other end of the spectrum. Your topic is general, but very advanced in terms of depth, then you can charge a premium, right? Okay. Now, what happens if your topic is very, very niche and very, very advanced in terms of depth, then you can charge whatever price you want because I'm very sure in the whole world, you probably have less than like 10, 20 different competitors and you can decide on whatever price you're gonna charge. So it is an art. The worst thing to do is to be in the middle of the road in two axes and that you have to decide which way to go. So either you do something basic or very advanced, don't do something in between. Either you do something very, uh, very general to very niche, don't go something in between. So that's my advice to how to price your product. Hmm, interesting. And you touched on it before, but uh, how would you then market these online courses? So marketing is the biggest thing uh, of the five questions that you asked me. So I will go through uh, everything briefly. There are basically 12 things you can do. Number one is, of course, uh, focus on your search engine optimization. Now, uh, let me explain. SEO is about all the backlinks going back to your learning platform. So whatever you do, make sure that there are a lot of links pointing back 
if you ask bloggers or participants to evaluate your site or your course, make sure they have a link back to you. So that is one, one aspect of marketing a course. Second aspect of course is to use social media. Make sure that you have uh, 52 weeks of content. Every week you share something about that course itself. It can be a motivation poster, it can be a, it can be a survey, it can be a poll, doesn't matter. As long as something is going up, pointing back to your course, you'll be okay. Third thing, you've got to make use of your email list. Um, you really, really have to dig deep on your past participants. Always market to them first. Number four is to conduct webinar. Webinar is often seen as a time where you give free preview, right? Okay. Number five is now I think the economy is slowly opening up. There'll be actual face-to-face -face speaking engagement. So when you are speaking, remember, always put the QR code linking to your course at the very end on the very last slide itself. The next thing is of course, word of mouth. Make sure that you make it easy for people to share. So have plenty of athletes, uh, that always helps. And of course, uh, you can also market your course by having group buy. So you can offer to corporate, let's say for 500 account and for a big discount. So the advantage is that you make much less, but you got volume, so you make up for it, right? And then the second last thing is offer a bundle. Sometimes it's good to have three courses. They are all linked. They are all, uh, comp uh, they complement each other very well. And you might want to consider giving as a bundle. So you sell more by presenting a unique uh, kind of a offering. Last but not least, is to give a freemium model. That means if your course has 10 modules, I advise you to give the first module for free so that people can have a taste and a preview of the course and people can decide to take the remaining at the price that you ask for. So uh, of course, there are much more that uh, can be shared, but with the time that I have, I think marketing your course, you do these eight things is more than enough to keep the engine going. So as I said, marketing is important. Start thinking about it even when you design and uh, create the course itself. Thank you. Thank you very much, Andrew. That was a lot of insight there. Excellent to have you with us today and have a great long weekend here. Now, Andrew, I'm sure you're excited to be, perhaps be able to go at least outside in your neighborhood this weekend. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, I went to the restaurant for a lunch with my mom, and but the restaurant only have two of us, so it's excellent. I think it takes some time, takes some time for people yeah. to get you to life back to normal. So thanks for having me, and uh, I wish everyone a great reset and a great recovery for your own uh, business in the new economy. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for listening to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson. Please follow me on LinkedIn to get the latest updates on EGN Conversations.